Welcome to the role-playing hour, brought to you by light-hearted tomfoolery. Are you down, depressed, or just feeling a bit disappointed with the world? Try some light-hearted tomfoolery today! Right, that's it. You're locked in here until we know what to do with yous. But we didn't do anything. You can't lock us up, Mr. Police Officer. <laughs> I didn't do anything. You went to that Turin Sesame Street show, and when the puppeteer playing the count asked for a mathematical sum to do, you said a third of one. I don't know which one of yous it was specifically, but it was one of yous, and you're going down for it, all three. Whoever it was who asked this question, and I'm not saying it was me, Sounds like a very mathematically-minded light cloud who chose a great example. You know what the Count from Sesame Street does with numbers? He says a number and then he says, Ah, ha, 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 to the sound of thunder rumbling. One plus two equals three. Ah, ha, ha, ha. It's a joke that's never gotten old. Well, so you had him saying, Zero point three, 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 etc. Because the three was recurring so he couldn't stop. He had to keep saying the number three as the thunder kept rumbling. He could have stopped, surely. He didn't want to spoil the magic for the kiddies. He couldn't stop saying three, so he couldn't eat. He couldn't sleep. The puppet and the puppeteer both went to hospital. And the kids kept visiting him and wishing him well in hospital, so he had to keep saying three over and over. You don't just break the illusion of educational puppetry for the children, it's too cruel. He could have said recurring. The kids don't know the meaning of the word recurring. And the puppeteers in charge of the two-headed monster what teaches kids new words. They were off sick, and the puppet had caught fire after Rody Ashton's box. There was no way the kiddies learning. The puppeteer in charge of the count after four straight days of saying three over and over passed out from severe malnutrition and exhaustion. And the count, well, he died. In front of the kiddies. In front of them poor kiddies. His little puppet head bowed one last time. Aw, oh, you're making me cry. Not to mention the fact that the guy that wobbled the board to make the thunder rumble pulled six muscles and got RSI. Will he ever wobble a board to rumble thunder again? Maybe. Maybe. The physios are working on it. He'll have to wear a special RSI glove. They say the joints of his elbows and wrists are worn right down to the bone. It's very unfortunate. But I don't see why we- Nope, you're all done for assault, the lot of yous, until we work out who was responsible. And even when we do, the rest of yous are probably accessories. Ooh, an accessory like a sonic screwdriver. You'll stay down here until- <coughs> Officer Larry, Officer Larry, we have a situation underway that requires your immediate presence in the situation presently. Over. <coughs> Understood, Officer Barry, I'm on my way. Over and out. I'll deal with yous lot later. Yous can sit there and think about what yous done, you screw bags. Think about it, understand, huh? Huh? Think about it. What you done, huh? Think about it. Have a good thing. Yeah, think about it, huh? That's right. Good. Screw bags. Yeah. <clears throat> Officer Barry, you know you could have just walked through the door and tapped me on the shoulder. Nah, why? When we have these walkie-talkies, walkie-talkies are much cooler. Can't fault you there, Barry. What appears to be the problem? I'll update you at the scene, Officer Larry. Why not update me on the way to the scene? Save time. Nah, mate, I'll update you there. On the way to the scene, the sirens will make it hard for you to hear me. Oh, yeah, good point. <laughs> So, Officer Gary was on patrol, right, with Officer Jesusy. Officer Jesusy? Hey, don't you remember? He's over here in exchange from the Mexican police force. Wait, here he is. Oh, yeah, Officer Jesusy, how's it going, mate? Jesusy. What'd he call me? And he is Officer Gary. Hello. Oh, hello, Officer Gary. Good to see you. You is good police. You is good police. You is good police, so is he. Me? You. 
He is good police. He is good police. Oh, thanks, mates. You're both good police, too. I'm good police. You is good police. You is good police. You is good police. Thanks, mate. You is good police. Am I good police? You is okay, police. You'll have to prove yourself yet. You haven't been here long enough from Mexico. In Mexico, I uncovered nationwide corruption and linked the drug cartel to the local government. I arrested 116 people and uncovered 19 kilos of cocaine and $22 million in cash. I'm only on this exchange for my own protection, you cabrones. Easy now, Officer Jesus, eh? Jesusy. What was that? What did he say? I think he was trying to whistle. Nah, mate, you whistle like this. Anyway, mate, we know things are tough for you on the mean streets, Adelaide, but we hope you're fitting in. Mean streets? Mean streets, Adelaide? Do you know what it's like in Mexico? Anyway, we best deal with this situation. Oh, yes. Officer Carey, I have not yet updated Officer Larry as pertains to the pertaining situation. He does not yet have situational awareness related to and further pertaining to the situation as it situationally stands at this present time? He does not. Right. Will... I was going to find the skateboarder right for skateboarding. Oh, yes, I bloody hate skateboards. Ruining our mean streets. These ones mean streets were great until skateboarders came along. With skateboarders, these streets are positively cruel. Yes, that's very true, Barry. These streets should now be properly called cruel streets, what with all skateboarders. The streets have graduated. Yes, they have, Larry. Very observant. Was the skateboarder not wearing a helmet or something? No, he was skateboarding. You join me about a minute later, Jesus E, remember? Keep your head screwed on. No, but I don't see what he was... I was about to arrest him. Well, Officer Jay-Z was here off talking to some politician for some reason. I had seen him take an envelope full of money from a known member of one of the local drug gangs. It was exactly that sort of clue that led me to take down the government and half the police department in Juarez. He was wearing a suit. The other guy was probably just holding his money for him while he went to the toilet or something. Let's stay focused on the real criminals here. Anyway, I was about to arrest a skateboarder when he jumped on his board and skated away. That's in. Infuriating. Very infuriating. Pity you didn't have a horse or a bike. Mm. Oh no. Perhaps one day I'll be promoted to the bike cops. It's me dream. Anyway, he skated right up to this building and ran inside. I followed him and I just got in the door when... Shots were fired at her and that is when I came running. Shots? Like, he threw glasses of liquor at you? Were they sexy alligators? I love sexy alligators. No, not shots of liquor. Shots. Well, like, shot put balls? No, shot shots. Actual shots, man. What, like... From a gun? Like like bullets? Like actual shots? Bloody hell, that's a bit full on. I know, mate. These streets are going to have to be upgraded from cruel to freaking actively belligerent. We think it might be. You tell him, Officer Jesus-y. Jesus-y. Gesundheit. We think it might be a group of international heavily armed skateboarding terrorists. <gasps> My name is Freddie Williams II, and I hate the role-playing hour because they turned me into a juvenile delinquent. This is Jonathan Frakes, and I hate the role-playing hour so much that whenever I hear it, I want to eject my warp core. We're going to have to call in the Star Force or something, the Special Forces. Oh, if those skateboarding terrorist scrub bags are in there with guns, then... Jesus! See? Oh, they're firing out the windows. We should get back. Form a cordon. And let them shoot out the place. Let them shoot into random buildings. Anyone could get hurt. Plus, they took a shot at you, Officer Carey. Doesn't that get you, goat? True, Officer Barry. My goat is got... Me goat is well acquired. Jesus! See? I just know we're going to have to move. We are going to move. We're going to move right into that doorway. In there, toward the scrope bags, Officer Carey. I think perhaps you aren't appropriately engaging with the presence of the present situation with appropriate situational awareness and taking into account the hearts and minds of our community, which are clearly not won over. What do you suggest, Officer Laddie? This might be the perfect time to drive out into the country and fall asleep in our cars. They shot at me. My city. Civilians are in danger. 
I have much experience with engaging armed urban targets. I've been teaching you a few things, yes, Officer Carey? I think it's time to put those lessons into practice, Officer Jesusy. Jesusy. No, I'll visit the salon another time and get them to shush up my hair. Near we fight. She might have a point, Officer Larry. Maybe the reason that we've never been promoted in ten years is that whenever there is danger, we always drive out of the country and fall asleep in our cars. You sleep like a baby, Barry. Oh, thanks, Larry, but... You have the face of an angel when you sleep. You look so innocent. Yeah, thanks again, mate, but maybe if we actually engage the danger and deal situationally with the present circumstances of the situation before Starfirst gets here, our superiors might look upon our future career prospects in a more favourable light. But they have guns! So do we, Larry. Remember at the Christmas party when you drank a bottle and a half of scotch and couldn't get a decent score in darts at the pub, so you pulled out your shooter and got the dartboard right in the bullseye? Oh, that's right. And a bullseye into the poking machine. Hey. And a bullseye in the wall. Hey. And a bullseye in that publican's trousers. Hey. Missed his peanut bowl by that much, I reckon, Barry. This firearm is better! I reckon there's only one shooter. What if there's more than one? Then after we shoot the first one, we take his firearm off him and we shoot the rest. Come on, Larry. Aren't you sick to death of criminals mixing up your proud city? Well... Think of all you've seen, Larry. Comforting orphans in Ovingham after we found their parents' remains in Smithfield Plains. Well... Or when we called to that break and ender in Norlunga Centre. You remember the one? Yeah, but... Or, or that guy selling pills on Selick Hill. You know, the guy with the uppers for Elizabeth Downs and the downers for Upper Sturt. That was pretty bad. The but... kids skipping school in Heathpool. The lady we put under arrest in Para Hills West. The guy who gave you the finger in Onkaparinga. The guy who chopped up his wife in Hackham. The guy we defaulted for having bad suspension in Blewett Springs. The domestic violence, you remember? That guy, Peterhead? The guy making illegal scam telephone calls in Semaphore. That woman we got for indecent exposure in Valley View. Those drink drivers in Para Hills! Or that guy who keyed your car and slashed your tyres in McLaren Flat! Oh yeah, I hate that guy. Aren't you just sick of all the crimson and scrape bags? Don't you wanna get one back? Jesus wept! It was the first ten minutes of up. It was very sad. That's it. I'm going in. No one shoots at good police in this town and gets away with it. You behind me, boys? Ah! I'll back you up, Officer Caddy. Ground floor window, 11 o'clock. You coming, Larry? Oh. Bugger it! Nice work. I'm left, you right. Here is one of their assault rifles. It's like there's a whole armies in this place. Over there! Ready? One, two. Wait, 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 wait. I'm reloading. Ready? One, two, three. Oh, Jesus. What are you doing undercover?
This is the police. You're going to have to surrender. Probably should have mentioned that before. Uh, bugger it. range encounter with a suspect. A knife was involved. Great, this is only the first floor though. Seven more to go. You ready, Barry? I'm ready. Alrighty, mate. Next door then. One, two, three. This is Lance Hendricks and I hate the role-playing hour because they smell bad and they make my cocker spaniel uncomfortable. This is J.G. Hertzler. I hate the role-playing hour. I hate it so much that I sent an entire fleet of Vulture-class heavy cruisers to blow them out of the sky. And I am your son. <laughs> Go on. It's on my feet. You. Come on, there are more of them up these stairs. Anybody want it? Hey, you need help. Uh, uh, 
I'll just go through. He's got a sword! Oh my god! Oh, watch out! Oh, he's over there! Stop! Look at that! This guy's pretty good sword fighter! Hey, boss! I think this is where we get. Or let me. I think. 
Yeah, the uh, must be the Holy crap! Watch out, Officer Larry! Hey,
Bloody hell, Barry, this is a bit intense. You're telling me, Larry. It's like that children of bloody men. It is a bit like children of men, isn't it? One extended, gruelling take. We're only halfway through the building, boys. Don't relax now. Officer Jesus, he passed me some ammo. Susie. My name's Carrie, not Susie. Listeners, what's the most intense battle you've ever been in? Well, what is it? What is it? Huh? Tell us, tell us, great bag. What is it? Call in and tell us. The number to dial is 83135000. Or you can write on the Facebook wall at www.facebook.com slash the role playing hour. Yes, great bags. You're listening to Mexican Exchange Officer Jesusy, Officer Larry, Officer Carrie, and me, Officer Barry, here on the role playing hour on Radio Adelaide 101.5 FM, digital radio and online. Episodes 1 to 265 can be found at our WordPress site at the role playing hour.wordpress.com. And at least half of our episodes since then can be found at the Radio Adelaide website itself. But right now, members of the public, call in on 83135000 or in on the Facebook wall and confess to us as to which of your current awareness and as far as you can recall, what was the most intense battle in which you have partaken? This is Jewel Estate and I hate the role-playing hour because they remind me too much of that hitchhiker I killed and buried beneath the floorboards. Even when I cover my ears, I can still hear that heart beating. <laughs> oh my god, I can't do that one. <laughs> this is Corin Nimick. Do you hate the role-playing hour? Not a problem. I'll get them cancelled faster than you can say synchronized swatches. Ah, seriously. You're still making me do this Parker Lewis shtick? You think this is funny? You guys are complete fu- Yeah, someone did say something, didn't they, Barry? Yeah, they said something on the mean streets. We did. We had someone, uh, we had uh, Mr. Sackpunch, Mr. Sackpunch Collins. Oh, I've done that a few times. Sackpunch is an effective move. We've got our eyes on you, Mr. Sackpunch. That's right. Any civilian that knows that move, we keep an eye on. Very close eye. Very close eye. He says... makes a training. That's right. His most intense battle was with Tooth Decay. Tooth Decay. Sesame Street puppets can teach you how to avoid that. They could before one of them died. That's right. Not anymore. We We don't even know how to count teeth now. No. We might remind people that uh, one of the best subscriber prizes ever... Uh, is uh, available at Radio Adelaide right at the moment. That's right. Oh, if I'd... My policeman's pay isn't that much, and uh, I'd love a holiday to New Zealand. Can't have one. Did you hear that? Managers of Radio Adelaide, we, the police, would like to win this prize. Just, uh, you know... I might ask... It's a nice station you've got here to be shamed if something happened to it. I'd take my wife, but... She died on the mean streets. That's a mean streets. Very mean. Stubbed her toe on the curb and it got gangrenous. Oh, dreadful. Had to have her leg chopped off. Terrible. And she committed suicide by hopping off a bridge with one leg. Uh, Awful, dreadful times. But thing is, I can't take that. I might take, I was thinking I might ask Officer Carrie if she wants to go to New Zealand with me. I don't know. I've had a few battles in in my time. Mm. Mm. That police academy, Mm. all the guys. Oh, yeah. So you don't want to go to New Zealand. You want to have a non-police. We could just be as friends, go to New Zealand as friends. Or maybe if I go with another broad. Yeah, Yeah. abroad with another broad. Yeah. Mm. All right, well, I don't want it then because I'd be alone. But I could go with Barry. Yeah. As a mate, we could go to New Zealand. Absolutely, absolutely. We could drive out into their countryside and go to sleep, call up a few uh, few pizzas and see what it's like. (laughs) We wouldn't have any authority to park where we wanted or do anything like that. No, that's true, that's true. Probably better to stay in the mean streets. Anyway, if you subscribe to Radley Oedley this month, you go into the draw. One subscriber will win a prize from Kira Holidays. $5,000 to spend with Kira Holidays on the adventure of a lifetime in New Zealand. To subscribe, it's only $75 standard, $40 concession. You could become a lifetime subscriber, $750. Sounds like a lot, but you go into every single prize draw then. Every month, every prize draw for the rest of your life. Bloody amazing, Larry. Yeah, so, but still, remember, that's a small pool. 
of people that you'd be competing against. Those that subscribe this month and the lifetime subscribers, a lot yeah. better odds in the lotto, that's, that's for sure. Right. <laughs> 75 standard, 40 concession to subscribe, dial A3135000. To call the police, dial triple zero. To subscribe, dial A3135000. It's got a triple O on the end. Mm. Yeah, we should sue them for that. That's probably a breach, Copyright. breach of some that's kind. Right. During business hours, you'd want to call that. Is that including triple O? <laughs> oh, what's it? Someone... <laughs> Someone's coming in. Someone wants to say something. Or oh, what? This is the creator of the role-playing hour. What does he want to say? I just wanted to say that uh, the role-playing hour uh, was influenced by a lot of things right at the beginning. Um, it was influenced by a radio show called Negative Land. The DM's voice was very influenced by Dick Goodbody and that. There was what the Drunken Ale Wives did a little D&D audio thing that influenced it a bit. Later on, it was in, there was a, a bit of quite a bit of Jack Benny went into it later on. Uh, and uh, probably a bit of Larry David and stuff like that. I mean, but then bad comedians always claim that good comedians are an influence. Kevin Smith in the early days and, to, you know, talking about nerd things, that was probably an influence. But a huge influence on me growing up would have been uh, Bottom with Rick Mail and Adrian Edmondson uh, and um, uh, me and a friend of mine uh, used to do the Bottom fights in drama. That's what, In high school drama, we used to practice those. I was always Ricky was always... Uh, Adrian Edmondson, and then we went on to the role-playing hour. He started playing Kevin, and we basically did the same thing, although we were kind of both Rick. But I just feel like uh, Rick Mayer was a huge influence on me. Uh, someone said, uh, you should do... what This week, you should do a tribute to Rick Mayer on the role-playing hour, and I said... Every episode is, in a way, a tribute to Rick Mail or an insult to Rick Mail, depending on <laughs> <laughs> depending on how you see that influence. But I just want to, I just wanted to mention that we're all very sad about yeah, yeah his passing because he was a a great comedian, and everyone should make wank jokes in his in his honor and memory. I think in, um, these. I weeks. myself have made three just today. There we go. <laughs> I'm wanking right now. <laughs> so yes, anyway, there's enough of a serious note. Albert and Leap. Get out of here! What is that even? I don't know. That guy's bloody screwed bag. Case. Yeah, what a screwed bag. <clears throat> well, uh, anything else we want to add? No one else added anything to the wall then. No, nothing. Not at since all. the last time I checked, several seconds ago. No, all right. You say, bags. Do you, you want to describe some of those battles you had against the other officers, Officer Carey? Red alert, was it? Uh, a lot of hair pulling. Oh, um, a few pillow fights in the academy. Yeah, tell yeah. us more, but do it slow. Um, mm. we had to wash the the male commanding officers' cars a lot. Really? Um, like in our white Can training we... t-shirts. Oh, yeah. So yeah. those were pretty intense battles. Yeah, especially in the thirty-eight degree heat. Oh, that was yeah. intense. That would be intense. Yeah. Well, I'd probably be outside, really. It sounded quite hot. Then we played you Battleship, so that's my battles. Gets yeah. warm I remember our training was pretty tough. There. We walked in, we paid the yeah. union fees. Tense. We were, then we were police. It was pretty It was pretty tough. Alrighty, well, I guess it's time <laughs> for us to uh, head on with our uh, our adventure then. Yeah. This is Adrian Edmondson from The Bad Shepherds. I hate the role-playing hour. What ridiculous voices. Oh, dear DM, here we are, flying across this pit of snakes in a hovercraft. But I've just spilt my carrot juice because the snakes beneath us are getting restless. I think you'll have to use your amazing guitar skills to soothe them. Okay, Doctor, who really likes me and we're totally best friends, I'll do that. Insert guitar noise here. Oh, no, no Colin, you weren't supposed to read that bit out. Un duh. Try!
Lonely as a cloud. No heavy math would do this. 
once again. on the top story we rescued a politician who was here in this room full of criminals, skateboards, drugs and money. Hello. They must have been holding him hostage, I expect, Barry. Yeah, I expect that too, Larry. And look, it's a police commissioner. She was in here too. Hello, ma'am. Hello. Uh, unusual work you had done here. Fine work, I'm sure, attacking these terrorist skateboarding drug lords. But there will have to be an inquiry, you understand? Of course. The situation will have to be examined so it can be understood whether said situation was undertaken with full examination of situational factors. Yes, obviously. This has been a monumentous day, Larry. Really gets the blood up. Yes, very monumentous, Barry. You is good police, Larry. You is good police, Gary. You is good police, Barry. You is good police, Jesusy. You is good police, Jesusy. You've earned it. You prove yourself today. You is good police. It's true. Jesus, he is good police. Jesusy. What? Jesusy. My name is pronounced Jesusy. Oh. How awkward for you that we have continually called you Jesusy. That is embarrassing on our parts and shows a severe lack of cultural understanding. My apologies on behalf of the force. Then Ada, apology accepted. Jesusy. Jesusy, that's right. And Officer Carey, I cannot help but notice this is very similar to what I saw in Juarez where the drug cartels were operating hand in hand with politicians and corrupt elements of the police force. No, don't be silly, Officer Jesusy. The police commissioner and the politician were clearly victims in this situation. How terrible. They were trapped here as hostages for, for how long, ma'am? Only 15 minutes. It's only half hour parking out the front. Yes, about 15. 15 whole minutes of terror. Then, then why is your commissioner gathering up their money from the desk? Evidence clearly, Hazusi. That money is evidence, right, Commissioner? That's why you're gathering it up. Yes, evidence. I need to check that this money is real and not counterfeit, so I'll have to try spending it. It's the only way to be sure. Also, these drugs, I have to check that they are real and not counterfeit by selling them. Understood, Commissioner. Well, Larry, I think it's safe to say the main streets of Adelaide are a little less mean. Yeah, we'll hardly recognise them, so unmean will they be with all these guns and drugs taken off them. We'll have to call them 
the benign streets. Oh, it's hard walking the benign streets of Adelaide. Oh, it is very. It's certainly a tough beat walking up and down those benign streets, swinging me truncheon. Oh, I can't believe we got through all of that unscathed. Well, not completely unscathed, Barry. I've got a blister on me trigger finger. Ouch. Let me see, Larry. Yeah, and uh, that finger's a bit strained. <laughs> Try some deep heat, Larry. And a band-aid. Deep heat and a band-aid. Deep heat and a band-aid. And you sound a bit throaty, Larry. Do I? Yeah, you should rub some Yuki Bear rub on your chest. Yuki Bear rub? Yeah, I'll put some on you later back at the station. You got some Yuki Bear rub, Barry? Oh, I've got some Yuki Bear rub, mate. Officer Caddy, why is your commissioner burning those files? She's probably... Commissioner, why are you burning those files? They defamed the police. There you go. They defamed the police. And it's a crime. Well, what should we do now, Barry? Well, we shot... Uh... Uh, 284 people each. I believe we're locked into appearing at court inquiries and tribunals and filling out paperwork until 2072. Score. Desk work. Easy as. I'm off. Please don't mention the fact that I was a hostage to anyone ever. It would only bring back bad memories. Course, Kamish. Bye-bye. Vote for me. Look at the blood splatter here. That one looks like a flower. That one looks like a tree. That one looks like a dolphin. That one's a dog. It looks like police dog alfalfa. You know, the one with the mange. It does look like police dog alfalfa. Well, a lot more blood spray than I expected results when you shoot someone in the head, Larry. I learned that today. And those guys learned that crime doesn't pay, but it does spray.